do you have a story you want to see featured on this channel? Well, then go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit or check the links down below. And of course, thank you for your time. It's nearly 1 a.m., and I've been scrolling through these posts for a while now, and some of them are truly captivating, and it triggered an experience that I haven't thought about in over a year. So I thought I would share it, as I think it fits the brief. This happened when I, male 23, and my sister, female 34, were 13 and 23, respectively. Saturday morning, I woke up about 10 a.m.-ish. My mom cooked some breakfast, scotch pancakes, and we watched an episode of Lost together, while my brother stayed upstairs playing on his PS3, probably FIFA. Around 11.30, my sister called me and asked if I wanted to meet her at my local shopping center to buy some clothes, and just generally have a walk around and have something to eat. I wasn't doing anything, and my friends weren't playing out, so I decided to meet her. She took a taxi there, and I walked there, as it was pretty close to me, or was at the time. We had a generally good time. I didn't end up buying any clothes, my sister did, we had a meal at a cafe at about 1pm, and got an ice cream each afterwards, where you buy a cone and go and make it yourself from the machine, although I broke the machine pin on the lever and got a bit upset because I thought I was going to be made to pay for this, but the manager came over and said it's happened a few times. No big deal. We went to Mr. Sims an old-fashioned sweet shop, and bought some sweets. We weighed them up and we paid for them. Going home, my sister ordered a taxi, but this time I got in. The taxi dropped me off at home and she stayed in and then went home. She was living with her friend at the time. It was generally a good day. I played some FIFA with my brother when I got home, Ended up having a bit of an argument with him, then made up, had some supper in the evening, and watched Saturday Night Takeaway and your generic Saturday TV. All in all, a pretty normal and uneventful day. Except, this day didn't happen. At least, not to anyone but me and my sister. I mentioned me breaking the ice cream machine to my mom... She thought I was joking. I explained that at the cafe today, when we had food, that I broke the pin on the lever. I'll never forget the way that she looked at me. She looked... worried. But slightly questioning, waiting for me to say that I'm joking. She said that I had left the house once today, and it was to go to the chip shop to bring back egg fried rice and curry for me and my brother and mom, and it took about 15 minutes. At no point did I leave for hours, and when I did leave, it was about 2pm. I remember calling my sister 
panicking at this point and needing to prove that I did actually go to meet her. She answered, slightly sleepy at this point as it was about 11pm before this conversation occurred, and I asked her what we did today, on loudspeaker. She went through the exact same story that I just told my mom, including the ice cream machine, what she bought, and including what sweets I got from Mr. Sims. At this point, I ran up to my room and brought the remaining sweets down to prove that I had bought these today and went to the shopping center. My mom, at this point, had tears in her eyes, hoping, I guess, that this was some prank me and my sister had conjured up. Me and my sister agreed to talk about it tomorrow, but she texted me afterwards, asking if mom's alright. I said yeah, and if she's not, neither is my brother because he's promising me that at the time I was out, he was playing FIFA with me in his room. Then tomorrow comes, my sister calls me in a panic, claiming that her boss sent her home from work because she got called in yesterday instead. She said that her boss said he called her yesterday morning and asked to cover someone's shift, and then she could have Sunday off, essentially just swapping a shift which she agreed to. She said she didn't push him too much, because she didn't want him to think that she was mental and lose her job. To this day, our mom, brother, and even my sister's now ex-roommate are wholeheartedly convinced that the day me and my sister spend together didn't happen. She no longer has contact with her old boss, but he paid her for the Saturday, despite not working Sunday. And me and my sister can recall tiny details to each other about the day that we had. Over the years, this has generally drifted back into the background, but sometimes it gets brought up now and again, and has become something that's almost taboo to talk about in our family, because of the issues it caused around the time. This turned out to be a lot longer than I expected, but I never had the opportunity to share this in a place where it actually seems to fit. Thoughts are welcome, and I'll reply to any comments before I fell asleep. Neopi then added an edit. I fell asleep shortly after posting this. I really didn't think as many people would reach out as they did. So sorry I couldn't reply to comments sooner. Thank you so much to everyone who took the time to read this, and... I'm really thankful for the insights. I did reply to one commenter saying that this hasn't happened since, but the mention of timelines got me thinking onto one specific instance that also happened in very similar circumstances, again with my sister. It was so short and seemingly insignificant in comparison to this one that I don't think about it often, but would definitely fit into the glitch in the matrix genre, so I might end up posting that one for you guys if anyone's interested. I would have to speak to my sister first to get an updated account though, I don't want to end up misrepresenting her account, because it heavily relies on that too. It's almost as if for a few seconds we both had a glimpse into the past, nothing major, no major events just a small glimpse into a world before the one we lived in. It was chilling. Maybe not so much as this one, but 
probably relevance to the sub. A really big thanks to everyone who took the time to read this, gave attraction, and even awarded it. Some replies to this have been extremely interesting and thought-provoking for me. Not to mention, I'm getting goosebumps from reliving this. It feels more intense for me because I've put it out there, and so many people have latched onto it as something that is truly interesting. And possibly something more than, well, a delusion. I don't know. No history of mental health in the family, so it doesn't seem likely. And we're both fairly balanced. Regardless, amazing insights, and I'll definitely be posting something similar I described in the edit that's become more relevant to me now, given the comments about possible timeline glitches. The OP added a second edit. Oh, and some people have asked about other experiences with my sister that have seemed weird or out of the ordinary. Just the one I described in my post-edit that I'll post here soon when I go through some details with my sister for accurate accounts. Although me and my sister, when we were younger, and I mean like really young, when I was maybe 5 or 6 and she was 16, 17, when I couldn't sleep, I had massive sleep issues as a kid, overactive imagination and weird places in my head, me and my sister would agree to meet each other in Dream World, and we would plan a place to meet, and that would usually set me off to sleep. Although this just became a bit of a norm for us that no one else in the family got. It was different in a lot of ways to my original post in that we were aware that it was just Dream World, and our accounts would often differ. We would sometimes not remember most of the time, just one of us remembering the meeting. In the times we both remember, we would remember some things the same and sometimes slightly different. But we would always follow back to certain constants that happened, even if the details in between differed. Actually, and I keep thinking of relevant stuff the more time I spend here and think about this, it's something to put to the back of my mind as I've grown up. There was one time that we agreed to meet in Dreamworld, and something bad happened. It ended up all dark. I was almost kidnapped by someone I knew that I was going to be kidnapped by, and my sister had to run into my room to wake me up before it happened. We definitely shared that experience down to the detail. That was really scary. But we never told our parents about that. Maybe that's another post, actually. But yeah, I'll stop here before I go down the rabbit hole of my weird childhood experiences with reality. <laughs> Thanks again. The last 24 hours have been really interesting for me. I was reminded of this by another post and someone suggested I make it its own post, so I have done that with a bit more detail. To start with a bit of backstory, as it seems ridiculous to claim a driver would deliberately speed into someone without it. When I was still in school, far too many years ago, I was over 16 for the mods, my secondary school went 11 to 18, I lived in a small town just outside a pretty major UK airport. 
Most of the people in the town worked at the airport, and there were two main routes out. One went past my school on the outskirts of the town, and one went all the way around the back and included a diversion onto the local motorway. Hence, most people took the route past my school, as it was more direct and, without it being school time rush hour, faster. Sadly, my school had a problem with hit and runs as many drivers, despite the crossings and traffic calming measures, were unable to accept that they would be slowed down by teenagers crossing the road to school. There was a particular issue with drivers making like they would slow down, then speeding up when you stepped out to cross, then slamming on the brakes to stop inches away from people. Or, on a few occasions, not slowing down at all. Then, the actual incident. I was crossing the road into school one day. Normally, I took the bus, which dropped you off on school grounds, but I was dropped off by my mom that morning, as she had to go into my sister's primary school, so she could just drop me on the way and save an extra half hour of sleep. She didn't drop me at my school, though. She left me at the primary school, and I walked over. I was crossing the road, and... I remember seeing a silver car. I'm pretty sure it was a Peugeot, but I'm not sure on the model. Approaching the crossing, and it started making to do the above-mentioned pretend stop, speed up, stop maneuver, but without the final stop part. That is where I have no memory, just the stepping out from the curb with the approaching car. Then nothing. There is no chance it did not hit me, as it couldn't have slowed down in time, and I remember being well aware of this fact, but not being able to get out of the way. If you've ever been hit by a car or been a similar type of incident, that feeling just before it hits you is a moment you do not forget. The next thing I know, I was some ways up the road, probably lost about 10 seconds of memory, maybe a little more, and I was walking mid-conversation with another girl from school who I know went there and saw around, but had never spoken to. And she was slightly younger than me, so we had never really crossed paths. This was an established conversation, and when I came to, I stopped and was pretty confused but she thought I was being really weird and maintained that we had been chatting and walking for a while. The school day went as normal, but when I got home, I spoke to my mom about it as I was still kind of freaked out, and she was totally chill about it. She's the type to overreact, so this was strange in itself. She and... I put this down to her being religious, not a paranormal experience, just said that my dead great-grandma had probably saved me, and to not stress over it. Still, to this day, I have no idea what happened, and I believe it was some sort of glitch. There is no other way. Nothing pushed me out of the way of the vehicle, 
and the way I just jumped into a somewhat abnormal situation, like the universe just had to cobble something together to make it plausible, that I would never normally have been there, this makes me think that maybe I shouldn't have been, and the universe had to correct it. I don't know, but it was definitely weird, and it still freaks me out eight years later to think about it. Okay, so this is super uninteresting compared to a lot of the stuff here, but I just remembered it as I was reading through this. I was thinking if I had any relevant experiences, and I think it fits. It was like a month or two ago. I was getting two pills that I take before bed, and since I couldn't remember if I had taken them that morning, I poured them out and counted. Not weird for me, especially since I have messed up before, so I often hyper-focus on the amount. Well, I did when I took one each twice a day. And I just checked to see if they're even numbers. It was fine, so I gathered them up and put them back. I then second-guessed myself and felt compulsed to count them again still not weird for me. Poor, count, it's fine. Put back. I saw I had missed a couple or so, and now I feel like I missed more, so poor, count, and that time, it was odd. So, I spend like 30 minutes looking for it all around the area. Funnily, I had missed some more, but it was two, which doesn't fix the problem. I look around where I poured them, the floor under where I held them, the bottles themselves, counted again several times, nothing. Now I'm freaking out because it's a big deal to me. I had messed it up and now I won't have enough, and now I'll be off, and blah blah blah. I checked the bottle itself for like the third or fourth time, nothing. So, I look away and set it down, and then I hear a clatter, both heard and felt through the bottle. I look in it, and one lonely pill sits in the bottom. It's a basic US prescription bottle. I looked it over, there's no ridges anywhere for the pill to get stuck on. It obviously wasn't there the other several times I looked in and around it, I couldn't, and can't, come up with a reasonable way it fell into it. Well, technically I have an idea, but it's more like an interpretation that's logically insane and doesn't actually explain anything, but kind of works for me personally due to other experiences and beliefs. So hopefully this fits. Any ideas to make it reasonable? I cannot stress enough that I can't find a way for it to have been there the whole time, or whatever, or like it fell off my hand or something without me noticing. Not any type of poisoning, this is pretty isolated, and I have several sensors that happen to be right next to the bathroom. Again, 
Sorry if this boring occurrence doesn't fit, and for my valley girl light way of speaking. There are a few things that have been happening, and on their own. They seem weird, but combined, I feel really paranoid. And honestly, I have no idea how any of this could happen. I feel like I just have to write them all down. So, a week ago, me and roommate B bought weed, and we put ours in our separate rooms. Roommate A witnessed him putting it into his room, while nobody saw me putting it into my cabinet. I vividly remember putting it there. I went to sleep right after. The next morning, all of it's gone. We looked everywhere, but it's nowhere to be found. We were both completely sober that evening, and there's no way someone could have smoked all of it. I don't really use it much anyway. I really questioned my sanity that day, but today has been the weirdest day yet. First... Things have gone missing from roommate A's locked box, where only he knows the key. And the night before, he and roommate B saw him putting the things in the box. So, in the span of a few hours, in the morning, it was gone. Roommate B has bought a 10-pack of toilet paper. We still have the packaging. It says 10. But somehow... There are only eight left. There's no way we used two rolls in the span of a few hours. Also, roommate B forgot his wallet, so roommate A left him some cash, a debit card, a payback card, and another card. He saw him putting it on his nightstand. Hours later, the debit card and the payback card were gone where nobody could have taken it. And then why wouldn't they have taken the cash? Then, roommate A found his toothbrush wet, so he asked me if I had used it, which I'm sure that I hadn't since I hadn't brushed my teeth since that morning. So how could it have been wet still, even if I had accidentally used his, which is in a completely different location? I don't get it. I don't think it's from a carbon monoxide leak because we don't have gas. Also, it couldn't have been us forgetting things because of weed or something. Because all the times these things happened, we were definitely all sober. We have two entrances to our apartment. The one leading directly to my room being a normal room door, not an apartment door. Out of habit, I leave it unlocked, because until a week and a half ago, when the new neighbors moved in, the only people to live in our house was our landlord and his wife. I know the title sounds stupid, but it's not fake, I swear. To preface, since my school was online for a majority of the year, 
they provided laptops to the students. A little while ago, my grandmother got a puppy and it chewed the laptop's charger in half. Ever since, as soon as I walk in the school doors, I borrow a charger so I can still use it. Last week, I got sent home to quarantine because I sit adjacent to someone who got COVID. I couldn't go down to the office to return the charger, so I took it home with me. At this point, I have the broken charger and the borrowed one. When I get home, I plug my laptop in, and it stays like that for pretty much the whole week. Now, I have two backpacks. One that I used at the start of going back to school in person, but my take-home lunch spilled in it, and I never washed it. I took the opportunity to do so during the quarantine. The second one I used because I was too lazy to clean the first before. Fast forward to this Tuesday morning, the day that I returned to school. I grabbed the backpack that I washed a few days earlier and started putting the stuff that I needed into it. I remember, very early by the way, I unplugged my laptop and put the charger in, followed by the laptop. And then, I turn around and look at the floor. I was a little confused because I saw the school's laptop charger. At first, I thought I put the charger from my personal laptop in the bag, so I took it out and checked. It was definitely the same charger. I wish I had examined them more closely, but I just returned one of them to the school and kept the mysterious one. I don't even really think it's a possibility that I accidentally grabbed two. First of all, because the administrative assistant watches everyone who grabs the laptops and chargers like a hawk. If I grabbed two, she would have said something. And second of all, because I remember so clearly unplugging my laptop and then putting the charger in, but I also only remember plugging the charger into the outlet once in the first place. I definitely would have noticed if I had plugged it in a second time. Anyways, I thought this little story would fit here, and I wanted to post it because I really don't have anyone to talk to about it. The story has some images from the original poster that I will keep on the screen while I'm narrating it, so it should help some with the story overall. So I've been a long time lurker in this subreddit, and this incident happened a while ago, and I didn't connect it to being some kind of glitch until recently. So to preface this, our washer at the time had a broken lid striker, which is what is needed to engage its lock. It had snapped in half because the lid wasn't closed properly and too much weight was put on it. I kept the piece of the broken striker as I would need it to operate the washer. So with that out of the way, here's the glitch. 
I was doing my laundry and trying to fit the striker in position so that the lock would engage. Well, fumbling around with it, I went to press the start button and let go of the striker. When I let go of it, it fell to the floor. I thought this was no big deal, I heard it hit the floor, and although I would have to move the washer to get it, I would only have to move it to the side by an inch or two. But that's the thing. When I moved the washer, the lid striker was nowhere to be found. I ended up pulling the washer forward and tipping it back to have full access to the floor, and there was no striker. This striker isn't small, about maybe an inch long and in a gray color, which is in sharp contrast to the maroon tiles on the laundry room floor. So, there was no possible way I could have just not seen it. I set the washer down and put it back in place, and then moved the dryer about four inches from its place to see if the striker had somehow bounced beneath it. Which would have been very unlikely, considering it's made of plastic and has no round surface area. I checked under the dryer and saw nothing. I checked behind the washer and dryer as well for a solid ten minutes, and I couldn't find it. So, where did it go? There are no holes or cracks in the floor, nor any holes in the walls, there was no possibility that the striker got stuck between the washer cabinet and the floor, as I heard it hit the ground, and there's nothing but empty space between the drum and the cabinet. I have no idea where it went, or what happened, and it still weirds me out today. I can't explain this, and my employee is as bewildered as me. I work in a kitchen, and I was standing in front of a wire shelf with a sharpie marker and some masking tape, and I was labeling some lids that we were going to place on top of buckets of ice cream. I always put the lid of the sharpie on top of the sharpie pen when I'm using it. When I was done, I went to replace the lid back on the pen, but it was gone. I couldn't understand where it was because I hadn't heard it fall off, and it couldn't be anywhere on the shelf because I was working on a wire shelf, with gaps in it, and I hadn't heard it hit the floor. It was nowhere around me. My employee helped me look for it, but it's a pretty clean, sparse area, and it was nowhere around. I shrugged it off and placed the sharpie without its cap back on another shelf, and continued about my work. I did some other tasks, and about 15 or 20 minutes later, I was in a different area outside of the kitchen standing in front of a counter about to use a laptop. I heard the sound of a plastic lid drop, and I looked down. The Sharpie pen lid was about ten inches in front of me on the floor. I poked my head back into the kitchen and asked my employee if she had heard that. 
She had a grin on her face and asked if that was the pen lid. And I said yes, that it had just fallen to the floor. And I said that was the sound I had expected to hear earlier when it fell off the pen, but I couldn't understand how it had fallen just now. She came out and saw where it was on the floor, and neither of us can figure out how it landed where and when it did, especially considering I had done all the other tasks and certainly hadn't been walking around with it in my hands or anything. I have no pockets or sleeves that it could have landed in. I wear a full apron that's pretty snug that doesn't have any pockets or areas that anything could get caught in. No cuffs in my jeans. The sound it made when it fell was the sound you would expect to hear if it fell from a high place, not tumbling off my shoe or something. It's like it fell off the pen while I was using it earlier and landed on the floor. Just landed really late and in a different room. So that was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories and a very interesting collection it was this week. Um, quite a lot of missing and reappearing object stories happening as of late, I've noticed. I don't know what that means, but it means that there's a lot of them. Um, and some timeline shifts, which are, yeah, timeline shifts are weird to me. Uh, some of my favorite glitch stories, but honestly, timeline shifts are very, very strange. Um, people remembering things that happened multiple people and then having them be you know told it didn't happen which yeah really weird uh thank you to everyone who let me use their story and thank you to all of you for listening if you enjoyed it this far please do hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to the channel if you are new you can also support by following me on all my social platforms or over patreon or channel members all patrons and channel members get early access to content like this and my undying love that's right well, I love you all, though, so really, it's that's nothing special in the end. Anyways, uh, last week's Word of the Week is pinned to last week's video. Thank you to all of you who submitted your sentences. I really do appreciate it. I'm going to keep up with the pinning for a little bit. If I don't like how it goes after maybe a month, I'll go back to reading them at the end here. So, yeah, is what it is. Uh, this week's Word of the Week, if you are listening and got to this point, is ludicrous. L-U-D-I-C-R-O-U-S. It means amusing or laughable through obvious absurdity, incongruity, exaggeration, or eccentricity, or meriting a derisive laughter or scorn as absurdly inept, false, or foolish. For instance, the idea that I am actually just three geese in a man suit is ludicrous. Quit thinking otherwise. I know what you're thinking. Stop thinking that. I'm not three geese in a man suit. Again, it's ludicrous. Anyways, I hope you all have a beautiful day, and I hope I'll see you on the next video, but until then, my friends, sleep well.